Welcome to the Success Fitness Podcast. I am your host, Christian Evans. This podcast is for adults who want to achieve success in their fitness journey. And our special guest today, Brady Woods, will help us do just that by sharing his story of why he wanted to create a better life for himself. Born and raised in Alabama, he weighed 304 pounds. He felt by joining the military, he would be able to create a better life for himself. But before he could join, he had to lose the weight or face living a miserable life with no purpose. So in six months, he lost over 150 pounds. Brady is currently stationed in North Carolina, an ultra runner in the U.S. Army, and has learned that anything is possible and you can do anything if you put the work in. If another human can do it, so can you. Without further ado, Success Fitness family, please welcome Brady Wicks to the podcast. How you doing, Brady? Pretty good. How about you today? I mean, I'm good. I'm good. How's the weather where you are right now? You're in North Carolina right now currently? Perfect fall weather, 50, 60 degrees. Perfect. I hope it stays this way, but, you know, it's going to get colder pretty soon. What about you? Um, yes, yeah, probably about the same amount for degrees, about 55. Okay. Um, just kind of just been cooling down. You know, fall is here. Fall is here. Yeah. And um, I want it to take its time. I want winter to take its time getting here, even though I'm yeah. a December baby. Uh, you know, the older I get, the less cold I like, <laughs> put it and put it 100%. like that. But, you know, just enjoy life, enjoy the season, you know, uh, just thinking about things, you know, going forward, man, going forward, going forward. So you've had a pretty, let's say, eventful day so far. Did you, uh, what was going on with you earlier today? I got up, got my lift in, got my workout in, and now here I am. So been good so far. Okay. Okay. Okay, what did your workout consist of today? Uh, I just finished. Well, I just finished my hundred mile race about two weeks ago, so I'm battling with a knee injury over there. So today was about a four mile walk, kind of recovery walk, and uh, upper body lift, so some shoulders and back. So just get the body full and recovering right now. So I got you. I got you. I got you. Beautiful. Today's my my rest day. So okay. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow. Um, I'll work out. I'm not really sure what I'll do tomorrow. Probably, probably legs. I did legs yesterday a little bit and I want to kick the, kick the week off, you know, right. Uh, my workout week starts on Sundays and it seems like okay. starts on Sundays, cool. starts on Sundays. So born and raised in Alabama, what was life like yeah. to get you up to 304 pounds? What was that whole journey like? Just getting up to that weight? Before I run, I use my secret weapon to maximize my performance, the Breather Fit. Not only does the Breather Fit strengthen my lung capacity, it helps accelerate recovery from my workouts. All it takes is 10 breaths for two sets to maximize performance before my morning runs. Use my code FITBREATHE at checkout to get 20% off. With Breather Fit, you work hard, but breathe easy. So like mostly growing up, I was actually a smaller, normal size kid. And then about my seventh, eighth grade year, playing football my whole life. I started getting bigger and I knew the position I played defensive line. I needed to be big. So I started like, I was always in the gym. So I just started eating more. I wanted to get big. I wanted to be like 270, 280 my junior, senior year. And then I just got bigger and bigger. I graduated about 315 and I got in college. I played college football for four years. So I was obviously about 320, 330 playing defense tackle. And then, uh, yeah, so football, basically football uh, got me being that big. And then once football was done, I realized. I got you. I got you. Now, those 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 high school years of playing football, like you said, it's like, OK, you know, I want to get big, I want to eat. 
And what did some of those meals look like to, you know, make size, make weight? Because obviously your position, you want to make sure you got the strength or the, the, the cushion for the pushing, you know what I'm saying? More or less. Exactly. What did, what did, what did that type of diet consist of, of a, of a young 16, 17 year old, old kid? To be honest, there was no like diet. It was, any and everything, every <laughs> meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'm talking about big meals, like massive. And then top it off the day would play like 12, 1500 uh, calorie mass gains. So it was any and everything in my side. I didn't care calories, sugar, carbs, protein. I just ate it. So that's all. That's just eat, eat, eat. As a kid, I mean, yeah. you, just, you don't really care about that much. And I just wanted to gain weight and get stronger. So anything I could, right, I was right. on the seafood diet. Anything I wanted to eat, I ate it. Right. And you mentioned that uh, you were fairly a small kid at first. How tall are you? I'm six one right now. Okay, okay. Six one. So when you were in um school, high school, how tall how tall were you then? I was usually around about about right oh five eleven, six foot, about how I am right okay. now. But I just okay. weight wise, I was always just an average size kid growing up, like nothing no big or small. I got you. So going from high school, what did that college diet look like of still just being an athlete? And you were an athlete for four years. So that's commendable. So athlete for four years, what did that look like? What did, what did that diet uh, look like? So I had like, I don't know, it's, we had a dining hall that was provided on my scholarship. So I had three meals a day, but it was more regulated. because We had like kind of a nutritionist. So I actually started lo- losing weight to get in actual better shape. I was like 305, 310 during my playing days. Um, but it was more of, it was a lot of food still because I had to maintain the weight, but it wasn't like chocolate, you know, any and everything it was more like, okay, you need carbs, more leading up the game day, more protein during your off season when your strength training. So it was a little bit better, but still a lot of food. And was that kind of a intro to understanding just nutrition? Like when you got to college, like now they're talking, you know, carbs, fats and proteins and calories, or did you have a fair good amount of let's say just brief overview knowledge of um your calorie intake and you know your macros in high school no i had even in college it kind of went one there or the other i could care less about carbs fats what any of that man i just know i needed i didn't know i need carbs for energy i didn't know nothing absolutely nothing so it, even in college it just i didn't care i just saw food as weight gain and for my street training so i got you so college, you know, you're going through college years and what made you start thinking about just creating a better life for yourself? Was it, you know, junior year going to senior year? Like, okay, what am I going to do after I graduate? Or was it, you know, something still, let's say back home that now that you're away from home in college, this was kind of like almost like a step, step one, but now you're like, okay, what's next? What did that look like? So it was actually, so before my senior year of football, my actual college shut down all the sports teams. Technically, I only played three years, but it shut down all the sports programs. So after football finished, it was uh, the fall of 2019, and I was, I was okay, I'm 340-ish pounds. Um, I'm using powerlifting as my skate to, like, still be big, but I didn't realize I need to be that big. And I graduated college in a year, and I knew I wanted to do something like law enforcement corrections, something of that manner. But who's going to want to hire a 340-pound dude? It doesn't, I'm not going to be able to pass the PT test. It's a bad look on the company or the business or what I want to do. I need to make a change. And then I was like, okay, I got about a year or so. And then it just I realized, okay, I need to, I need to do something in my life because I can't do what I want to do being this big. 
Yeah. So how did that make you feel? Because by, by you saying that, that's that's deep, you know, being over 300 pounds, you do have those thoughts of like, you know, one way or another, who's going to who's going to want me. Right. And, exactly. and that can you know, you it the sentence doesn't stop. It's like a comma. You know, who doesn't who doesn't want me to be their employee? You know, who's going to who's going to want me to work for them or work with them? And you do think about your physical appearance. You do feel you you do feel um, some type of way about your weight. And especially like you said, it's like, man, I'm going into, you know, law enforcement or I, I have a desire to, you know, I don't want to be somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, just sloppy on the job. You know, what if I got to chase somebody down? You know what I mean? You know, just what if I really got to stop somebody from committing a very heinous crime and they get away with it because I'm out of shape, you know, um, they're not going to, they're not going to want that. So tell me a little bit more about just, just that feeling of, like you said, just like, you know, Hey, nobody's going to want me. So like I knew not just they didn't want me in law enforcement, I just couldn't probably pass the actual physical test to get in because most police departments have like a pretty easy looking back at a standard to get in. But at my size back then, I couldn't do it. So I was like, okay, well, I need to lose weight. But not just I wanted to do that. I wanted to do something for my life that I could look back on and be proud of. And then like to challenge myself because, you know, my whole life I've been challenged in many different ways, but not like, okay, now I'm a, I'm a grown man. I didn't make some decisions. I'm like, okay, I'm going to. I'm going to join the United States Army. So I knew I had to lose a certain amount of weight. I had to get into this size or I couldn't join. And that's what motivated me, pushed me further to reach my goals. Okay, good, good. Okay, so now it goes to wanting to join the Army. Now, was there, let's say, a specific number, let's say, your recruiter gave you in regards to as far as like you need to lose, let's say, 60 pounds? Or was it was it even that? What was that, you know, going from wanting to go to the army, but then end up losing weight to get in? So was it more so what I wanted to do or was it required as far as to lose the weight in order to get into the military? To be honest, it was more of a requirement, but I know I need to lose weight because in April of 2020, I go to the actual recruiting office and tell them, hey, I want to join. But I knew the time. I couldn't join this weight. And I was hoping maybe he'd go, okay, this is some workouts or whatever, you know, to help you, you know, some military related workouts or whatever. But he basically said, Hey, you can come back when you're around 200 pounds. That's literally it. I said, okay. I took that as a challenge. All right. I'll see you in a few months. And then saw him in a few months at 195 pounds. That's dope. That's dope. Now, but have you was, always been like that, that the, when it comes to like challenges? Have you been like that, like, you know, because you're an athlete or was it just, did it just really just hit to heart? It's hard to say, like, you know, I've kind of always been this way. It just didn't show because I was big, but I still, like, had goals on the field, in the classroom, in the weight room. I was still very goal-oriented in person, but it just didn't show as much because I was so big. So it's always always been that way, but just in a different manner than the way I am. Okay, I got you. Now you leave the recruiter's office, and it's like, all right, challenge accepted. What was step one? What was step one to changing your your life to in order to say, hey, you know what? Next time he sees me, I'm gonna be ready. I'm gonna, you know, be at least 200 pounds. What was the first step in order to to get to that? So I knew I had to figure out a plan with my nutrition. That was the first thing I gotta figure out like a consistency what's gonna work and then just maybe slack back off the street training 
and start adding cardio and be consistent with everything. You know, don't do something for a week and then go go, go back to mold ways. I got to find a plan that works for me and me only and then go from there. And that's what I did. I got you. I got you. So when you, you know, you thought about finding the plan that was, you know, step one, what did you, what did you find? What did, what did you find and what did you try different than you had previously been, been doing in the, let's say in your routine, right? We'll, we'll, we'll start with gym first and then it really should be nutrition. But since we're talking about gym, let's talk about gym first, but no nutrition or whatever, which one came first with for you. So beginning, like I said, when I was playing football and then after football, I was a um, quote unquote power lifter. Had some pretty serious numbers lifting heavy, but that wasn't, you know, I, I didn't need that now. So I started leaning towards more calisthenic based push ups, sit ups, because that's what I was going to be doing. And then pull ups, body weight stuff was my main thing. And then uh, running. Um, I could sprint decently playing football, like, you know, the short distance, but I had to add in actual long distance running and walking is what I did. I stepped out my first day when I wanted to join, and I barely could run a mile. I think it took me about 18 to 19 minutes to run and walk. So I had to realize, okay, we gotta we gotta do something here. So it was more cardio based and body weight stuff in the gym versus just squats, bench, and deadlift, heavy weight every day. I got you. Now, what did your nutrition look like? What did the nutrition look like? Um, did you have that intact before you made the change in the gym? Or did it come like after or was it just um, kind of just a progression? What did that look like as far as your nutrition? So it came by the same time I started the gym. I know I had to do something. And the first thing I did, I knew of the app when I was trying to gain weight back in high school. But you, most people have heard of it, like a MyFitnessPal. So I basically started just tracking my food to the pretty extreme. And um, I said I knew I had to lose weight quick. So I tapped in like whatever I'd have to lose, how many calories I have to eat being this body weight to lose this weight quick. And it was like 13 to 1800 calories a day. Like, okay. All right. Let's, let's do it. So that's what I did. I stuck with about 13, 1800 calories a day until I met my goal weight. Really? Okay. Okay. So what were some of the things that uh, you were, you were eating? Like you said, you were um, now that you got a plan of, let's say about 13, 1400 calories a day and you, you know, another challenge accepted. It's like, all right, let me see if I can stay within this range. What were some of the, you know, the the changes that you made far as in the kitchen in order to make sure you hit those, you know, daily caloric uh, intakes and and not go over? So to me, I knew that like eating maybe three or four, five meals a day at small meals, small calories, wasn't going to cut it for me. I needed like a big, a big meal. So I don't know what made me do it, but I just started eating one meal a day of all my calories and it was mostly just like I was chicken rice I measured it out like per gram and tuna and like apples like all I ate I don't know why that was but what worked it was like like I could eat a lot of it but not many calories and I ate at the same time every day the same meal and just stuck with me and I still do it today I eat one meal a day and it's what worked for me was the intermittent fasting I guess yeah. And uh, you're hitting on a couple good points before we hit the record button here. Me and Brady were just talking about just, you know, our story and, you know, losing weight and other people asking us. And to me, hearing that that is one of the examples where we talked about, it's like you may not want to do this. <laughs> you know, when people ask why you lost weight is that you go to these places that 
I guess later on can be deemed as extreme, but it's like, no, nah, if I'm in the moment, this is what it is. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I found something that works for me. This ain't for you. You know what I mean? This ain't this ain't for you. This is for me. This is what makes sense for me. Other people may hear it and see it and eyebrow raised or, you know, lip curl or whatever, whatever. It's working for me. And for anybody to hear, oh, okay, just one meal a day and doing that, that's what worked for you. That was, you know, you know, that was just where you wanted to go and where you felt that this is it, you know, right here. And that worked for you. You know what I'm saying? Just, just obvious, you know, looking back at it now, eh, you know what I mean? But it's like, but, but it worked though, (laughs) you know, kind of irregardless of what somebody saying, it's like, it worked though. Right. You know? And at the end of the day, like the results, you know what I'm saying? Do matter, you know? And it's like, I didn't pass out. I didn't, you know what I mean? I wasn't admitted to the hospital to do anything like this is just where I had to, you know, had to be because, you know, you come from a, from a collegiate, you know, uh, athletic background and in high school. So you're pretty familiar with kind of just working, you know, always kind of just working, um, whether it's in playing high school football or college football, you, your body's kind of already used to it. Now it's like, what can my body do with this amount, this amount of, of, of energy in regards to far as food. Right. And so now that, you know, you're 13, 12, 1300 calories a day, um, you got your pretty much one kind of standard meal. When did you see like the first 25 to 30 pounds come off? How soon was that? I remember looking, it was probably June. It was probably the first of June of that year, 2020. It was like, wow, this is like dropping quick. And I would, I probably wouldn't, you know, I mean, if you're doing a weight, I wouldn't recommend it, but I was weighing in like pretty consistently like every day and I just, every day just weight was dropping off, weight was dropping off. I'm like, okay, this is, this is working. Like this is, I don't think I'm going to change. You said 2020? This. this is, this is pandemic yeah. 2022. Okay. Exactly. So yeah, even more crazy, even more exactly. crazy, man. It's 2023 right now. We just think about like, you know, 2020, you know, uh, you know, the, the pandemic, it was just like, it's like a blink. You know what I mean? But it's three years, you know, as of, you know what I'm saying, right now. So, you know, it's June 2020. So where your head is at, just imagine you listening to this. It's where was your head at in 2020? No, nobody knew anything. And it's like you just really focused in and honed in on despite what was going on around the world. It's like, all right, I still got to take care of me because this is all that we're we're hearing, too, on TV one way or another or on the, on the phones or whatever. It's, you know, this this rise in health concern. And it's like, am I going to be healthy enough if I do get this, you know, can I, is my body going to be able to, to fight it off? And yeah. so you started, you, like you said, weigh it every day, another extreme thing. Some people may think, but again, it worked for you. I did the same exact thing, did the same exact thing. Every single day I wanted to see what I was doing yesterday. You know what I mean? Cause the moment that I saw that didn't work, I'm picking exactly. up a burger. I'm, <laughs> I'm picking up a it. burger. It's it's you over with. It. Yeah. <laughs> but it just so happened that every single day I kept dropping. You know what I mean? Just because the moment that I'm kind of person, if it don't work right then and there, I'm done with it. I'm done with it. So obviously uh, we shared the same thing. It was working for you. So how did that make you feel? That was great. I was like, even like, because uh, that year, uh, I guess you said the, the pandemic. So, like, my school didn't have, like, the dining hall. So, we went virtual that whole year. So, it was kind of my advantage. So, I couldn't go to the dining hall. But at any time anybody would want to go out here, my friends or whatever, like, a cheat meal. Like, I wouldn't even do a cheat meal. I'm like, okay, I can't do it. Like, I'm I'm rolling too good right now. I can maybe have a cheat meal when I meet my goal. But right now, 
I'm feeling too good. I'm making progress mentally and physically. I feel good. Let's not, let's not give that up right now. So. I got you. I got you. I got you. So you got 20 pounds, 30 pounds. What happened when you hit the big 50? The, the, the 50 is a primary, just like it's, it's a, it's a big number. The, the 50 pound mark is a, is a big number. And especially if, you know, you're you're one of the rare people that I've interviewed to where it's you know you lose over a hundred pounds. So anybody who lose over a hundred pounds, again, I can relate. There was certain numbers in my head when I lost the weight. You know, mine was I think mine was like 10, 50, 100, and then like everything else was just insanity after that point fires for me. So what was it like for you when you saw that 50? It wasn't even the 50, it was the uh when I got below so like 40, when I got below 300 pounds, it was like I think I'm here. I still got have you. a picture on my phone yeah. still, like 290 yeah. something. I'm like, there's no way. Like, I'm literally below <laughs> 300 pounds. I got like 90 pounds to go and I'm here. Like, it was, it was a tremendous feeling. I'm like, okay, well, I'm there. I can't stop now. Let's, let's keep going. I got you. I got you. So, um, you hit under 300. That's a milestone just as well, too. That's a milestone as well, too. So, um, you inv- eventually you hit your weight loss goal. And how many pounds was that in total? And on what day did you hit that? Uh, it was October. So I, I made a goal for myself. I wanted to see the recruiter by October the 1st. I was like, I got to do it by then. But I ended up hitting my goal like September 20th. And literally like that day, I was like 198. I literally like the next day I called him like, hey, I'm, I'm coming back to, I want to I wanna enlist now. He's like, who are you? And I'm like, like wow. So it was, it was a good feeling. It's like a hundred and I don't know, 40 something pounds at the time. So I got you. I got you. So what did the recruiter say or think when he saw, saw the whole new you when you popped up on him? Nah, he was just pretty in shock. Like, obviously I'm, I'm being, I mean business. So now the fact that I mean business, he's going to give me that return and like work for me what job I want to do. Like kind of speed up this process for me because obviously I put in the work. So we had a good, a good bond. It was, it was, it was a okay. good mutual respect on each end. Okay. So holding that thought, going back just a little bit in regards to losing the entire weight, what, um, far as workouts, you kind of mentioned them when you, what we started off as in regards to like the workouts that you started change up, started doing, like you say, more body weight exercises, calisthenics, mm-hmm. as opposed to power lifting. What other changes did you make as the weight was coming off? You were probably feeling a little bit more energetic, uh, more probably limber. What what did the workouts look like as far as different? And did you start just running then? What did that look like? Yeah, that was mostly towards like when I started losing a while, like 240, 250-ish. When I was like, I thought that was super light at the time. I started like, uh, I went to the gym a lot, but I was doing like a lot of outside workouts. So like burpees, jumping jacks, like just outside stuff that I enjoy being outside now. It was, it was fun. I could do like these type of workouts. And then I just started more increasing my distance running because I had to be, I think my time two mile at the test, the PT test, like 16 minutes, two miles. So I started focusing on like my actual distance running. And that's where I started actually enjoying the running. There's a lot of cardio based workouts. So there were like criterias in order to join the army just as well. And because you mentioned uh, a two mile test, so there was a, um, a, a test that you kind of got sent home with or certain parameters. Well, once I enlisted, I knew I'd be leaving for basic training. Like the, and that's once I got to basic training, I would have to do a fitness test. 
not to actually join okay. the army, but once I got to the training, I'd have to pass the actual fitness test. I got you. I got you. So as you were losing weight, you got into to running because of the 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 fitness test. Is yeah. that what I'm hearing right? Yeah, okay. Okay. Cool. Good, same for the army. I got you. I got you. So did you do any, let's say, exercises pertaining to, hey, let me increase my speed or my endurance? What did, what did that look like? Or was it just, I'm going to just go and whatever happens, happens? That is that. I just, I just went, went for runs. And at the beginning, I saw running as more of a weight loss tool because I knew I was losing weight. Okay, well, I kind of like this running, but if I run more, I'm going to lose some more weight. So it's kind of a win-win for me. So I just started yeah, running like one further plus one further. Two. And then, <laughs> exactly. And so yeah, I'm losing weight. I kind of like this running. It's, it's pretty nice. So then just kind of escalated into kind of like my obsession, Now, do you run with uh, uh, headphones on, music, or do you just take in, in nature as when you When I run? first started, I ran with headphones on, but now it's 50-50. Most of the time now, I don't get now. Like I ran my past hundred mile or twenty nine hours, I didn't have one single headphone in the whole time. So, man, what does your brain go if you don't have no music in? Yeah, I know. I, I think it just focused on what I need to get done, and then enjoying the enjoying the moment, just being present in the moment. Yeah, and that's something that uh, when I was running a lot, I used to do probably about three or four miles just outside a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot different than running a treadmill from the it standpoint. Is. Like running a treadmill is cool. You know, but essentially you kind of try not to trip from the standpoint of the belt is going to certain speed. So if you bounce high enough, quick enough, you won't trip over yourself. You know, that's kind of like the mechanical logic if you want to nerd it out from that standpoint. But when you're running outside, you get to put different benchmarks, you know, on certain things that you visualize. It's like, how long is it going to take me to get from here to there? You know, and then it's like, oh, snap, there's an incline. And then it's like, okay, well, you know the sidewalk got a bank on it. You know what I mean? Let me make sure I, you know what I mean? It's like, all right, let me run in the grass right now. You know what I mean? Let me get out of traffic. Um, Another thing, I always just felt paranoid when I'm running. It's just like, why does it seem like everybody's trying to hit me? (laughs) You know, I wouldn't run in the street, but I think I felt like I would be so far over from the sidewalk because, you know, people people can be crazy. But those were just all just different type of paranoia. But that oxygen, breathing in when you're outside and just just really just zoning out and i know for me i think i was using nike run club app that's what i was using yeah 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 and then it has a you know one mile and it tell you like how fast you're doing it's like, okay i get it yeah 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 and it's like you know what when i come back tomorrow i'm gonna be quicker you know when i come back tomorrow you know and it's that that challenge of, you know what I'm saying? You know, running outside and then it's like, okay, you almost like you beat this terrain, right? Whatever routine. And then you find something else and you find it's like, how long is it going to take me to run a mile in this place? You know? And you know, there's, there's just fun times, you know, when it's, it's raining and it's, and it's cold. What's the, what's the worst or craziest conditions you ever ran in? Uh, I was January of 2020, was it 22? Uh, I just got in my first duty station and uh, it was like the whole base shut down. And, uh, my, my, uh, running program I was doing for myself called for 13 miles that day. I said, all the parks were closed, the roads were closed, but I had to get it done. So I ran basically a half marathon on like slipper ice coming down snow. I think we got like six to eight inches that day. I was literally like just trucking through the snow best I could. Get out of here, man. Get yeah, out of here. That was probably the most, 
most memorable run I've probably been on as far as weather-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a similar story. My car, my engine blew out, and it was about the middle of winter. Uh, this had to be maybe 20, um, maybe probably about 2014, 2015. And I just know I needed to get to the gym. And so I didn't have a car, but I know it was snowing. And I was in the house for maybe two or three days out of car. And I was just getting cabin fever. And I said, you know what? Forget it. I put on my book bag. <laughs> I put on my thermal gloves. I put on some Timberland boots and I legit ran to the gym <laughs> and there's like snow outside too. You know what I mean? It was a slow pace, but I got there. I said, that's my cardio before I, you know what I'm saying? Went, worked out, got got all dressed up again, you know, cause it's like when you're, when you're outside running for people who don't know, if you ever see somebody outside running, don't get me wrong, they're cold, but they're not that cold because mm-hmm. the body, it'll, it'll heat up. You know what I mean? And, and, and if anything, Quick. You're you yeah you're you're running to really keep warm and more so that cold the cold crystals ice crystals you know freezing up but for a lot of times you're you're warm and there's been some times where it's like I almost get too hot I'm like man I almost got too many layers of clothes but I know if I slow down a certain way I'm gonna get cold but uh, you know equipment matters you know like the good gloves I remember Absolutely. I bought some real cheap gloves you know one point in time. Um, but yeah, as far as that, that running outside. Now you mentioned your program call for 13 miles. Is this one of the first things that you did in order to become a, you call it um, a ultra ultra thon runner as far as for the, for the military? How did that, how did you get involved in that? So leading up to leaving for basic training in December, 2020, my farthest run was like 13 miles. And then just, I got in my duty station and there's all these trails and places to run. I've never been to this new bit this state before North Carolina, I just started running like further and further and I'm okay. Kind of, this is, I kind of like this running, let's sign up for a half marathon. So I, I go to the beach like two hours away, I do a half marathon, I'm okay, well what's, what's after a half marathon? Marathon and then just progressively, I wanted to do more and more of the running, so. Okay, okay. And so you did your first marathon, completed your first marathon, when was that? Uh, March 2022, my first marathon, the Myrtle Beach Marathon. Okay. 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 And and how long was that? Was that just straight running or what did that consist of? Uh, the marathon is uh, 26.2 miles and I did it in three hours and 42 minutes. So I got eight thirty something pace. Goodness gracious. Now, did you have some headphones on or were you just taking everything in? Uh, I had headphones on, but I didn't. I think I turned it off after like the first five because the energy of the actual race, everybody around the crowd, you, you want to actually experience all of it. So I just yeah, off. Yeah. Cool. I got you. I got you. I got yeah. you. So you crossed that finish line. How did that make you feel? When you uh, it was unreal. Like, it's something one. I've been working for for so long. I wanted to do a marathon and I, I crossed the finish line. It was such an unreal feeling to see where I came from. I soaked it up, but about two days later, I'm like, okay, well, I did that. Well, what's next? <laughs> so yeah, I got you. But I'm always, that's my, one of my big problems. I, I do something, but I, I don't, it's hard for me to enjoy it because I'm always looking forward to what's next, which is kind of a pro and yeah. con, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay stay hungry, I guess, right? <laughs> Got exactly. to play on words, you know, fun intended, right? And so how many marathons have you ran all together so far? I've ran just one actual marathon, but I've done three um, 50Ks, ultra marathons. I've done a 50 miler and I just completed my first 100 miler. So, 
Okay. So you mentioned that hundred miler uh, a few times. What did that consist of? I was, um, I trained up for us. I did my first 50 miler back in March of this past year. And then ever since like January this year, I've been looking forward to doing a hundred miler. That's like my ultimate goal. It's basically the ultimate running ultra, ultra running goal. Cause you complete, you get a belt buckle. It's like the pinnacle ultra running. And that's all I wanted. So I was averaging leading up to the race, probably 75 to 80 miles a week. And it's the grind getting up at two, 3 AM going for a run, getting off work, going for another, another run just to get my mileage up. So it was a, it was a, it was a grind. Oh my goodness, man. I'm smiling because running and running outside, I used to really just be at just, you know, everybody, I say, well, I used to be a runner. But during that time in my, in my weight loss phase, I fell in love with running something that I didn't think I would, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So just the relatability of the feeling you get when you do run and when you, when you do run, you know, outside, um, it's just different. You know, it's really kind of yeah. unexplainable. And there's other different things like how you were saying earlier, how, you know, just kind of, you know, working on your knees or kind of taking a little, little time off. It's those type of things to where on the days you're not running or your days don't run. Don't get me wrong. You feel it more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You feel it, but it's like, it makes you go do it again. You could tell somebody's like, Hey, you know, my, my ankle may be feeling kind of some type of type of way. And then they're like, well, why don't you stop running? Then you're looking at them like you just insulted me. Why would I? Why would I do that? <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I understand what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like no, I'm going back out there. I'm just voicing my opinion. It's like, but then when you get out there and start running, you may still have a little sore ankle or whatever. But yeah. man, probably maybe the first mile, everything just leaves. Everything yeah. just leaves. Whatever pain that you had, I don't care if it's a knee, it just goes away. It it's, it's really, it's really crazy. Those type of things that you learn about yourself in regards to hard work discipline, consistency, and just showing up. And it's like, you know what? I'm hurting right now, but I know if I just show up to this, I'll feel better afterwards. You know, I mean, I can Absolutely. articulate or explain it to somebody else the the right type of way for it to make sense to them, but it makes sense for me in, in, in my body, in my body. So you've completed marathons, um, your, your, your hundred mile one, that's, that's still crazy. How did joining the U.S. military help create a better life for you? Um, it, it provided me with uh, discipline and actual a mission of what I wanted to do. I was kind of wandering around. Like I said, I didn't, I want to be the law enforcement, but like I said, the pandemic, it just didn't go the way I wanted to. But the military gave me purpose. It gave me drive. It gave me a, something bigger than myself. And it also made me a better person physically and mentally. It's like I have to stay in good shape to be a good soldier also there's also a mission i have to put other people first before myself at the same time i can't always just be about myself so it's made me all around a, a better person i believe um there's good and bad days but overall it's been a, it's been a great experience so far and so can you attribute like your your weight loss to the military from the standpoint of even your your origin story of losing weight it was still that drive to okay you know the recruiter said 200 pounds, challenge accepted, lost weight, came back. Now I'm here. Now I'm an ultra, you know, ultra thon runner. Do you think from the standpoint of just health and wellness and fitness, the military had an impact on you? Um, and how do you feel about that? Oh, 100%. I don't think if I, if I didn't have the intention of joining the military, I don't think I'd be where I'm at today. Like as far as my weight loss, I just, 
probably wouldn't have had to drive to lose that much weight. I wouldn't really need to per se, like that much weight. So hundred percent. And then it's actually allowed me to uh, maintain this level of fitness and discipline and my nutrition and my uh, workouts as well. So hundred percent. So what lesson did you learn from losing weight and hitting your goals that you can share with person who's watching, the person who's listening, who's on the fence about even starting their fitness journey, what advice can you give them from what you learned? Um, if my biggest advice I learned through my weight loss journey and also like now, um, if somebody else in this world can do it, it's possible. If you just put in the efforts to doing it, it might take you a year, it might take you five years. It's going to take a long time, but it can be done. You can see people want all these transformations that that can be you. You just got to put in the work and believe in yourself and work hard and I promise you good things could happen because I never thought I'd be in this position at all. Man, you heard it here, right here. Brady Wicks, tell everybody where they can reach you at in regards to if they want to join you for a run or challenge for a run or a website. If you're just saying, hey, I'm just posting just me on Instagram, website or anything, let them know where they can um, reach you at. You can check me out on social media. I post a lot of my transformation store in like uh, motivational, just my life running on uh, Twitter at uh, Wix, W-I-X 47, and also on Instagram at uh, Wix 78 underscore, and that's the two places you can check me out. If you have any questions about my transformation, don't hesitate to uh, shoot me a message. There you heard it. There you heard it. And this brings us to the end of another episode of the Success Fitness Podcast. And if you want to support the Success Fitness Podcast, please sign up to my weekly newsletter, the Success Fitness Newsletter. You'll get weekly emails on this podcast publishes every Sunday at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. I want to thank Brady Wicks for his services and also joining us on the Success Fitness Podcast, sharing his wonderful story about just being young and playing football and, hey, I got to lose some weight in order to, you know, make something of myself. Hearing, hearing the challenge, receiving the challenge, and actually setting a goal and being and getting done getting done with that goal, hitting that goal before before that date, because that, that date was what you say, October, and you end up hitting it in uh, September? September. Late, yes, late, late September. And sir. that's a testament of somebody's willpower, somebody's goal. And that's what more weight means. You know, if it doesn't kill you, you know, you make it stronger. If this, 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 this life is going to have some ups and it's going to have some downs. And the only way to get stronger is honestly just adding adding more weight so that's my chant that's my mantra you know what it is peace out